welcome. This is the End of Peace Podcast with Kiki Jock and Clark Kent. You know what it is? Here we go. Yo, Geeky Jock here, and today's podcast. Hey everyone, Geeky Jock here, so I want to get into it right away. So on today's show, tech giants go to Congress and uh, basically lie. And I kind of go over, uh, and that kind of leads me into my next point is it's not Democrats versus Republicans. It's kind of an overlying oligarch class, which is the tech giants, corporations, things of that nature against uh, the common folks like us. It's uh, it's a class war, not necessarily a a political war, if you you will. And uh, craziest things I've seen on the internet today will indeed shock you. And every episode... I will be canceling someone. An episode cancelization. If anything, I'll probably get canceled pretty soon here. So here we go. Episode one, season damn, season two. Shout outs to uh Superman Made of Steel. He'll be back in soon. But we're gonna kick it off today. Those are our topics. So here we go. Here we go. So when I first started the show, I, I kind of just wanted to, you know, even just for myself, if if that's what I accomplished was to create a platform where I could critically think about things that are going on around us uh, in politics and society at large and, and things of that nature. So that's kind of why I started this show and because the mainstream medium is going to do that. And I, and I wanted to, whoever needed to hear it to, to be told that the mainstream medium is totally corrupt and, and a bunch of hacks, a bunch of leftist hacks at that. But I think as time has gone on and everything we've kind of gone through, I, I think I think that's a fact now that the that the mainstream media isn't just biased. It, it's it's just an it's just another arm of the apparatus of the leftist propaganda machine. That's all it is. Um. So that's why people who have values that differ than that, um, you know, we have our little platforms and we have our little voices, and we won't be silenced. Um, and that's where we're at. So I bring it up because now, uh, recently, Twitter basically censored the president of the United States. Um, and now they're starting to censor stuff about hyd- hydroxychloroquine, which is basically something that'll help you with the COVID-19. They're starting to censor all these things that don't fit their narrative. And I And I think when I first started this, I thought the war was going to be between radical leftists and, 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 and somewhat what you would call conservatives. But now I'm seeing that, that the war, the war is even taking place in the first place is because of institutions like the mainstream media and the tech corporations who basically control our entire information system. And, you know, a lot of the so-called digest people of, of the society say we're in the digital informational age, right? We can access any kind of information that we want. But in the, in during this new time, this time of information, 
whoever controls that information ultimately can shape and control society and civilization to their ends. And that, and that's something that bothers me because these corporations have no loyalty to the, to the American people, to the American constitution. They're not patriotic. And that's kind of, it kind of leads back to what I was talking about last episode with Democrat made a steal about how we need to apply values to capitalism. And getting money and becoming a big corporation is fine. You can be rich. You can do all that. I'm for that. I'm for capitalism. But just because you're successful and you were given a perfect environment with capitalism and some government handouts and government regulations to keep to, to make these companies such as Twitter and all that, because they don't they gave them all these kind of special privileges, right? So keep them alive and keep them relevant and keep them getting bigger. Like Amazon, everyone says he doesn't pay any taxes. Why is that? Because he gets um, he gets handouts from the government. But I digress. What I'm trying to say is, if they're starting to censor the, the president, and they're starting to censor critical medical information, and that tells me that uh, they're they're the ones who really have the power. They have an immense, incredible power in our society today, and they're lying about things. And this is what this show is mainly about today is their lies and how that impacts politics. Because if you're left-leaning, let's just say you're a Democrat, right? I mean, that's all the main, that's all mainstream media is, and that's all tech companies are, just left. It's all leftist. And that's fine. You want to be leftist? That's, that's cool. I'm not, I don't have an issue with that. You can think whatever you want to think. But to call yourself a non-biased platform, that's where... That's where I call bullshit. You're not you're not a non-biased platform. You obviously have a bias towards left-leaning topics and left-leaning ideology, and and increasingly leftist, radically leftist ideologies. So you don't you don't have the right just because you're successful to override the Constitution, to limit my access to information, which in this particular era of humanity is probably the most critical thing to stay informed is to get the information. Not in a biased, spin, redacted way that the mainstream media and, and the corp and, and the social media giants kind of uh, curate. Basically, you're, 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 we're reading curated news. It's not the news; it's curated news. It's with the bias. It's with the twist. It's what's an agenda. It's basically just propaganda. Anything you get from the mainstream media or any leftist outlets are all basically leftist ideologies things. Uh, there's no critical thinking in them. They're just telling you, hey, believe this. If not, you're racist. And they're censoring anything now. So, all right. So now that I got that off, I'm going to play you some. So they went up to Capitol Hill. And uh, here's some clips I got for you guys. So here on the on the, on the the hearing, we have the tech giants. And there. so there's this incident. I'm going to break it down real quickly. You don't need to know the detail. There's an incident where somebody on Twitter is calling for like an eradication or genocidal kind of things about, um, about a certain race of people, but Twitter, you know, leaves that on for free speech. Right. But, uh, on another quick note, um, I think it's very important to given everything that's going on with the COVID-19, uh, one of the major questions that I saw was brought up was their relationship with, uh, with China. And, uh, that's being exposed here. So here we go. Believe that the Chinese government steals technology from U.S. companies. 
I don't know of specific cases where we uh, have been stolen from uh, by the government. I have no first-hand knowledge of uh, any information stolen from Google. Congressman, I think it's well documented that the Chinese government steals technology from American companies. I haven't seen it personally, but I've heard many reports of it. Wow. So that was Jeff Bezos right at the end. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO from Google, uh, online about... Oh, no, actually, Mark Zuckerberg was the only one who I think has the kind of foresight to know that we know that China definitely steals information from these companies. And if not, they're actively and explicitly kind of in cahoots together to steal this information. Um, and they're obviously lying. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg in that one, he was the one who said, well, it's pretty well documented that China steals from us. So... I think this is very important that, and, and, it, and it kind of, kind of alludes to my my earlier main point about how companies don't have any loyalty to us. I mean, you have <clears throat> the four guys in that room controlled basically in the entire internet <laughs> as as we know it. Oh, Lakers, what's up? I'm watching the Laker game, guys. Ninety-one uh, eighty, Lakers. What's up? Um, Kind of lost my train of thought. Danny Green hit a three. But in, in a nutshell is, if they don't have any loyalty to us, if they're not patriotic, if they don't even care about America at all, and, and it's quite explicitly that they don't, um, and they need China for their slave labor, and they won't comment or say anything about China because they need that slave labor, and they need all that, uh, all basically, like I keep saying, all that cheap labor, they need it, so they won't say anything about China. And... We know what's up with China. I mean, they have death camps for, I'm not too sure exactly, so don't quote me on this, but they have death camps for people over there. I mean, it's pretty bad out there. And they, oh, and just on a side note, the NBA came out with a report that the Chinese were uh, abusing young players over there, young Chinese players over there. Um, so it's, I mean, it's a lot of human rights violations going on over there. And we have our, our, our curators of our, basically of our entire virtual reality our whole internet line saying oh china 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 is totally fine totally chill i don't know not not that i heard of i only control the entire uh jeff bezos oh not that i oh i've seen a report but i don't know and the guy from google oh i don't know not to us <laughs> the guy of google these guys are just such fucking liars dude <laughs> and if you can sit there and say no they're telling the truth I mean, what planet are you on? How old are you? I mean, these guys are fucking liars. Something going on here. They're in bed with China. They don't care about us. They'll sell you out to foreign countries. And and they will affect elections. They will censor your president, your duly elected president. They will censor things from doctors for the hoxychloroquine. Um, they will straight gaslight you and lie to you. I mean, this is pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad for them to be like, oh, we have no idea what China's doing. Come on. Give me a break. Give me a fucking break. We ask them, are you in bed with China, basically? Our discussion earlier today, you said that Google doesn't work with the Chinese military. That answer was deceptive. 
Because Google works with many of the entities that work with the Chinese military in common collaboration. And, and just as one example would be Tsinghua University, where Jeff Dean, who is the yeah, head of Google AI, uh, served on the Computer Science Advisory Committee for the university. And then the university takes a nearly $15 million from China's Central Military Commission. So you can see how even if you don't literally show up at the offices of the Chinese military, if you're all showing up at the same place, working together on AI that would lead to my concern and, and you know and and it's basically nationalism that these tech companies are are silencing anything that threatens their global their global domination plan you know they're a corporation that but by definition and by capitalism by definition their job is to expand and get profits and then, and if we remove all values all morals all expectations of any kind of dutiness and honor. This is what we get. We get a company that was born here, that was raised here, that was promoted here. Amazon basically is the biggest company ever to ever exist as far as we know ever. Right here, homegrown, gets massive tax breaks to operate. But he'll sell you out to China and that's what they're all doing. They're censoring. They're not censoring conservatives, like I like I thought before. They're censoring nationalism, populism. They don't want that. They want their globalist plan. They're not loyal to America. They're loyal to their bottom line, and that's scary. That we have reports and we have proof that Google and Facebook collaborate with the Chinese military. For what reason? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you're if you were born yesterday, you'd say that they're you know working together on a self-saving planet robot or something. But if if you know any, if you've been around humans like I have for twenty eight years, they're up to some scary shit, some diabolical ass shit. So that was my first topic for today. Moving on. So in the day's podcast. In today's podcast, Geeky Jock. So, you, you, I know a lot of people will be like, "Well, how do you know that they're that they're um, collaborating? And how do you know that Facebook's bad? And how do you know that they're uh, have a bias? They're just a platform." And their excuse is always, "Well, we're we're censoring this because it's either hate speech or violates our community guidelines, which is all leftist ideology. That's all it is. All their rules are made by leftists, enforced by leftists." And the funny thing is it's always conservatives who are being canceled um, or censored. You know, it's never Democrats. You know, I mean, if Obama went out there and posted something controversial, I mean, he, it, they would let it stay on. Donald Trump posts, you know, the truth. And other conservatives post the truth, like Donald Trump Jr., who got censored. I mean, this guy has millions and millions and millions of followers. It's not like he's the nobody. Donald Trump Jr., which is Donald Trump's son, posted something about hydroxychloroquine. Instantly censored and taken off the platform. All right, but I digress. So if you haven't heard uh, Project uh, Project Veritas, I've been looking into it. It's very it's very amazing. Project Veritas, it's uh, visit projectveritas.com slash brave. Uh, James O'Keefe, uh, probably one of the last real journalists out there. And I, and I also wanted to bring it up for two reasons, because I'm always talking crap on the mainstream media. You probably think I'm not for journalism or something, but this guy is an actual, he's an investigative journalist. 
he went inside Facebook. I'm just going to play a little bit of it. Um, and these are real Facebook employees undercover. All right. He has a whole operation. Facebook's content moderators have shown ample evidence of such bias and manipulation. Now, this comes on the heels of our investigation. Mark Zuckerberg testified under oath with Ted Cruz that they don't have any bias. Here's Mark Zuckerberg talking to Ted Cruz in Congress. And uh, this is actually a concern that I have and that I try to root out in the company is making sure that we don't have um, any bias. There is absolutely no directive in any of the changes that we make to have a bias in anything that we do. To the contrary, our goal is to be a platform for all ideas. There it is, a platform for ideas, right? So there's this, there's this, uh, there's this distinction that the government uses that I was talking about earlier, and I'm coming back to it to explain it about how they get special treatment. Being a platform, in essence, under U.S. code, um, to not have any regulation or oversight by government, is basically it's free speech. It's anyone can go on there and say what they want, right? So by definition, by the Constitution. Um, by the First Amendment, they can, you know, be a platform for people to execute their constitutional rights, right? So that's kind of, that's kind of the logic to it. But if you become a publisher, then you're taking on an onus that you have a bias, that you have, you have an opinion about something that you're, 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 you're not shooting down the middle. You, you, you're, you're, you're curating information through a certain lens, through a certain bias, right? And, and that's fine. I mean, there's a lot of that. I mean, you know, that's fine. But once you become a publisher, then you don't get all the sweet little kickbacks from the government anymore. You're not a beacon of liberty and freedom and truth. You're not. You're you're the exact opposite. You're just another publisher with the bias spin. They're not giving you the truth. And that's what I mean. Whether you agree with me on anything on politics or anything on life, one thing that I think you can start to agree on is what you're getting from them isn't the truth. It's not objective truth. It's things that seem true to you because you believe in an ideology. It's not truth. It's their spin. It's the, it's what they want you to know and what, what they want you to believe is, is what I think they're doing. All right. So with that being said, here here's some more uh, James O'Keefe uh, breaking it down. Uh, here we go. Project Veritas undercover footage shows that a great deal of political speech supporting the president was labeled hate speech or was considered in violation of Facebook's community standards. At the same time, speech promoting violence against the president and his supporters was labeled as merely political and thus allowed to stay on the platform. For example, Zach McElroy captured a shot of a Facebook corporate ruling that an illustration of a hand holding of a knife slashing the throat of the president captioned by, quote, Trump would be allowed as political speech despite being in clear violation of Facebook's guidelines. In this case, the guidance to content moderators instructed them to watch for hostility directed at the gallery that posted the image. Yeah, so you can post the Trump of Trump being murdered in cold blood, decapitated, but you can't um, post anything pro-Trump. Seems fair, right? Even even given your politics, that is out of control. You're not a platform, obviously. And you obviously lied by saying you have no bias. So, All right, moving on. Keep going. Let's go. Here's some clips of the boss, James O'Keefe, getting some pic, uh, not pics, some clips of some Facebook's employees uh, saying they rig it for the left. All right, let's go. Left side. We rig the game to it could work on the left side. Facebook's HR people saying that the company is a, quote, very progressive 
uh, anti-MAGA company. It's a very progressive company who's very anti-MAGA. Cognizant employees and supervisors describing Facebook's true motivations in the election. Facebook's content Get the Cheeto out of office. How Facebook actually does shadow ban even though they say they don't. Yeah, Facebook shadow bans. Yeah. Facebook's notorious for it. And they say they don't, but yeah. it's clear that people's content don't come up because it's been defiltered off the queue. And the heroic insider Zach himself, who actually describes that 80% of the things that is referred to him from this AI program before the content review targets one political side of the aisle. Well, certainly the algorithm is not human, but it had to be made by a human. So for 75 to 80% of the posts to be targeting Republicans and conservatives, you can say it was a bot, but somebody had to design that algorithm. So really, somebody at Facebook. Now this is a developing story, apparently. Wow, so there you go. Real Facebook employees, if you don't believe me, check it out. Project Veritas, James O'Keefe. Zuckerberg is scheduled so, to sorry. testify on Capitol sorry, Hill this uh, week. As yeah, so this was before they went to go uh, basically lie to Congress. As you can see, that's probably why Mark Zuckerberg didn't lie, because they have evidence right out of him about bias. All the other guys are lying. And uh, Facebook was one of the big people who who are blaming Trump for uh, political interference. But as you saw, 75 to 85% of the people who are censored are Republicans. Um, or basically anyone who's not a radical or fits their narrative is silence now. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, my, uh, that's, that's the gist of what I was trying to get at is if we have these liars... And, and we have these amazing homegrown companies that ultimately turn their backs on their country and and try to suppress nationalism in order to line their pockets is not okay and these guys should go down and they're not and I made that distinction earlier they're not they're not a platform they're publishers and they should be treated like one they're a leftist organization then that's what they should be Amazon may be a little different I don't know how they're gonna handle him exactly um, but People who control information like Facebook, like Twitter, um, even Instagram to a certain extent, um, those people need to be reined in. And they basically have bought off all of Congress. They can buy off anyone. They need to be reined in. They have too much power over our society. And as we start to adjust to the new informational digital age, we need to. the first thing we need to do is get our house in order and rein in the or oligarchs who control our information. Because in this day and age, and now that we're increasingly starting to live a virtual life, digital information, uh, and the facts is is critical to to not only politics but to our everyday life. Because living in a lie and living in a, living in someone else's narrative is like being in someone else's book of some being in someone else's book of their life. You know, I don't want to be told how to live and what to think and want to do that. If, if you guys want to live that way, like I said, so be it. You guys go do, do what you want to do. Go on. They should. Uh, Twitter should just come with a new warning saying, hey, this is a leftist organization. Things like that. And, and that would be fine. And we can start to create our own organizations and our own institutions on the right and, and people who differ. Um, it's, it's so important right now because that's all we have. We only have these monopolies like Twitter and Facebook and there's really no competition because they bought Congress. Um, 
so they need to be written in. All right, moving on in the day's podcast. All right, guys, my daily cancellation. Not daily, sorry, episode, every episode. So I'm, canc- I'm canceling Antifa today. I know, I know. Very, very controversial. I'm canceling Antifa. I'm done with them. I, I, you know, there's, there's only so much I can take. Um, you know, and it's not for the reason that you think. So, <clears throat> all right. So, <laughs> there's this kid who is protesting with Antifa, right? Uh, and he had, uh, he threw a bomb at one of the federal buildings and caused a lot of damage to it. And they've been having this search for him to get him, right? Because <laughs> they've been having this man search for this kid. And if you look, if you if you look at him, you guys, I know you guys can't see, but if you look at this kid, is like 16, 17 years old, all right. So they've been looking for this kid, and the reason I'm canceling Antifa is it's reported now. <laughs> the, this guy, he's at, he, oh, so he threw an IED at the Portland courthouse. Was identified in a review by his grandma, who bought his gear. This might be. <laughs> Okay, okay, so, okay, so, so if, if you go on Hibbert.com, you can buy a, a basically a vest that looks like a riot vest, uh, and this kid bought it, and they have him, and they have his grandma here, she posted a picture of him wearing the vest on top of a car with a mask on, looking like a rider, right, like, stylish, and <laughs> And the name is called Grandma F, eight days ago. Fast shipping, great vest. I got this for my grandson, who's a protester downtown. He uses it every night and says it does the job. (laughs) Oh, my God. So the police went and arrested him uh, after clear evidence of, of, you know, seeing him on video with the, with the, with the, dang, heard that guy's thing with the vest. (laughs) <laughs> so he got caught up because his grandma posted a review on the site and that's enough to cancel anybody um these antifa guys thinking they're hard and going out their protest and they got their grandma buying their uh their right their right vest. sorry antifa you not you know what no i'm not sorry you're canceled you just die in shame i mean just put your head in the sand if you are antifa right now that's pretty embarrassing <laughs> Uh, all right so we will be back uh next week with the new episode of the in the days podcast this time with democrat made a steal and uh, we will continue on next episode we will talk about the space race um and the digital age and how we're you know right on the cusp of that meanwhile we are still debating marxism and other low ideals and next week we got a lot of topics, uh, talk some relationship stuff that Democrat made a steal wants to come by. Um, we'll get into some other topics and it's going to be a fun, fun season. Probably run through maybe just before the holidays. We'll get a, get a whole other season in and we'll have some fun, have some fun. And the craziest thing I've seen on the internet today, as I'm recording all the Epstein files have been released tonight so go check those out guys nah not really i'm kidding i'm not gonna check them out 2000 files guys 2000 files not looking through 2000 files but there's already some implications so we have prince andrew uh basically monarch from the uk we have bill clinton 
uh, Alan Dershowitz, who's basically a really, really prominent lawyer at Harvard, and a multitude of other people. It looks like it's going to start bleeding out really, really, really crazy stuff. Of course, they're all Democrats. It makes me feel a little better. <laughs> uh, and uh, just a quick, quick little read off some of the on some of this stuff. Uh, okay, and you're going to say I'm biased. Probably I am a little bit, but whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I do lean conservative. But here's a quick little transcript. Is uh, Donald Trump a good friend of Jeffrey's? Key witness. No, uh, Jeffrey told me that Donald Trump is a good friend of his. But have you ever served them together? No, not that I can actually remember. When did Donald Trump fight with you? Answer, he didn't. Uh, have you ever seen Trump at Jeffrey's home? No. Have you ever seen Trump at Jeffrey's Island? No. Blah, 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 blah. Long story short, he was never at the island, right? But we also have some transcripts of witnesses saying that they did see Bill Clinton, Ellen Deschwitz. So that'll probably get swept under the rug. So you'll probably hear the mainstream media make up a bunch of lies. But if you really look into these documents and you read some of them, there's a lot of deductions. But that one in particular, you hear few witnesses say they never... Um, seen Trump with Epstein or on the island or at the many villas that he would conduct his sick perversions there with uh, doing with all his favorite buddies like Bill Clinton and De Deswitz and all these other prominent Democrats that are supposedly on the flight log. So keep a lookout for that. Uh, it's going to get real hot here in August, guys. All right. End of day's podcast. See you next time.